0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy.
1: And I'm Val. And I feel like none of us are fully awake today.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm awake. I just... I
2: don't have the best speaking voice to begin with. And then you add a head cold on top of it. And I'm sorry to our listeners, but we're going to be sultry.
1: Out. You're sultry.
0: <laughs> Thank you. We get <laughs> Tracy for another week.
1: <laughs> also, your face looks so thin. Oh,
2: you're, you're defined. Uh, I'm, I'm down about 25 pounds. So
1: wow. also,
2: uh, lots of, although this week, nothing happened Hi kitty. Um, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of sleeping on the couch this week, but otherwise, yeah, a lot of gym and a lot of running, so.
0: Nice. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: How's awesome. everybody? Great.
1: I didn't <laughs> brush my hair, put makeup or pants on it
2: for this, so. And you still look amazing.
0: <laughs> I, yeah.
2: <laughs> Jake, Jake. <laughs> I don't know how she does it, Jake. It's not fair.
0: No, it's not fair. Well, she's... <laughs> She's starting with better material. This is true. Are, so,
1: my shirt, Duck My Life. My life. If you're watching the video, I have a shirt that has a giant duck on it and it says, Duck My Life.
0: Oh love that. That's awesome. I, I, like I have
1: more ducks in my life. I feel like it would be better. I have oh, Bill Murray we all have good shirts on today. Yeah, you Bill Murray. Oh my gosh. What does that say?
0: Getting it's, into- the, it, it's the everything's perfectly all right. Now we're all fine here now.
1: Oh yeah. Love Thank that. you.
0: How are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: good shirt day for the show.
0: It yeah, is a good shirt, shirt day.
1: We did this not even why you should this. watch instead of listen all the time. Yeah. That's
0: right. That's right. If you haven't checked us out on YouTube, this is a good good it's, episode to do that to see our really cool shirts. It's like all of the episodes Easter are good.
2: <laughs> it's like a little Easter egg. We just, you know, sprinkle in there for the enjoyment of the viewers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because of the movie that we're talking about today is full of little things sprinkled yeah. in throughout, little clues. There you go. I feel like Easter this is
1: like one of the most fun and accessible movies that Nicolas Cage has I ever agree. done. But I, I, I also think that about the entire cast. It's also, I think, the mm-hmm. most fun and accessible movie for John Voight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's had a very interesting career and he has some really good movies out there, but not all of them are like,
2: for everyone you know yeah. not one that you're like hey it's friday night let's throw on a john well, and,
0: and every time because he's in a few movies where he's so iconically like a really big jerk
1: yeah and every time
0: i see him i'm like oh he's got to be a bad guy and, a jerk. <laughs> and he's not in this movie yeah I mean, he's not super nice to his son but it's because he thinks his son is bonkers which i mean in all fairness <laughs> he kind of is yeah <laughs> No, I think
1: I, I, what national treasure to me is a national treasure. I feel like I don't know that of one person that like hates the movie, you know what I mean? Which I'm sure somebody will prove me wrong in the comment section, but most people are either indifferent or they're like, yes, it's real. It's enjoyable. Or they really, really love it. Um, And this is a movie that Sammy and I, my daughter and I would watch over and over. Sometimes I can still, that's what I can do to get her to come in the room. I can't me. National yeah. Treasure just happens to be on. Yeah,
0: find that at all? Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> didn't do a while.
2: search on yeah. my Roku to find it or anything. It just was there. I own
1: it just for that occasion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. But now it's on Disney Plus, so you can yes. just, you yes. can just there. and
0: the sequel as well. Yes. Yep, the sequel is there. It's so <laughs> I love. I, I love the sequel. The, the sequel is fine. <laughs> the sequel's fine it's not as good it's not the right. original but it's fine it, it's so hard because the original i agree with you val i think most people really like the original for one reason or another and and there is a certain amount of you have to turn your brain off for it but that's okay yeah. because it's a movie and that's totally appropriate i think but yeah. but i feel like the sequel it was just it was just more of the same which is good cuz it should be it li- like it should feel like it goes together but i didn't feel like there was enough original and I it's kind of the same way I feel about Pirates of the Caribbean I really like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie and while the others are okay it's just the first one was just so original and out there and then the second ones were just kind of the second and third were just more of the same kind of stuff without a lot of innovation or anything new and I don't know well it's Jerry Brucker
1: and there are six of them so Yes, I know. We forget about some of
0: them. (laughs) Yeah. I forget (laughs) how many there are now.
1: I think really Indiana Jones has been the only one that's this type of movie. Because I would put Indiana Jones, Pirates, National Treasure. Like, they're all these adventure action family films. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like Indiana Jones, um, they give you enough of the same that you love because you want to see what you liked about the one before. But then they give you enough different that you know that you're on a new journey. And you're excited to see what's coming where I feel like the second national treasure, you do have all the same characters, but they don't give you enough. I don't know enough to like to really want to see expand. Yeah, Yeah. they gave us the angst and they gave us Helen Mirren, um, which is not a bad thing. Anytime you give us Helen Mirren, I'm going to have a good time. She's amazing. Um, Yeah, I think you're right. It was it was almost there, but not quite.
0: Yeah, and, not and all I'm not working parts. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Like, if you no. want to sit down and spend your afternoon watching National Treasure and then Book of Secrets, like, yeah, it's not a bad afternoon. No.
2: I I did but, a double feature yesterday. Nice. Oh,
0: you watched both of them? I
2: hadn't I hadn't seen these movies in like probably twenty years. Like, I saw them when they came out, and I'd kind of have seen them since, but I had forgotten how much fun the first one was, mm-hmm. and then the second one, I I would find my attention just kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, let's see what's on Facebook while
0: I'm. It, it was. It was, <laughs> and it's funny that you bring up Indiana Jones because I think the the Indiana Jones trilogy, and, and really, I mean, I know there's a fourth one, no, and I'm not, not. saying well, I like the
1: fourth one. So I have nothing against
0: the fourth one, but when I think of like the trilogy, it's interesting oh. to me because <laughs> Temple of Doom gave us a lot of different with Indiana Jones. Like there was just enough of what you loved about Indiana Jones, but it was a lot of different. And I think with with uh, Last Crusade, they really said, okay, let's bring in some of the so more of the Raiders of the Lost Ark feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why I enjoy Last Crusade probably a little bit more than Temple of Doom, but it was still enough yeah. different that you felt like you were watching a different story.
1: Well, so. and I loved the father son aspect of Last Crusade.
0: Yes. So,
1: I mean, that's, and I think that's why I like, um, you know, the national treasure. Cause there's this father son aspect um, that you don't see a lot in a fun movie. Usually it's like a real downer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I really like how he like his dad, you could tell he used to believe in all of the things that, you know, his son believes in now, but it has burned him so much that he's just pushed that away and he's trying to live this normal life, you know, Um, but he still has money hidden in books and he still has like all of these fun things that someone (laughs) that believes in treasure hunting would do. So he still keeps it alive as much as he can without being crazy
0: yeah well and, and when they're looking at the back of the declaration of independence and they're trying to find the hidden ink and he keeps walking by the room you're yeah a newly agent you're gonna need heat like <laughs> he doesn't want to be involved but he totally wants to be yeah. involved
2: <laughs> you know and i have to say it takes a certain actor to deliver some of these lines believably yeah. like yeah. when Nicolas cage is like we're Gonna steal the declaration of independence, you know, and it's so the way he says it. and you're like, you know what, I'm okay with it. It's yeah. so
1: iconic. Like that whole the whole phrase, like, even people that haven't seen the movie right know that, that quote. Line. like that is uh-huh. like a pop culture quote
2: for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he does, and the way he delivers some of the stuff in this is just this it's is the just most Nicolas Cage, and it's just but it's, great. But
2: it's like the low end Yeah. Of Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah. I noticed in the second one he he amped up the Nicholas Cage yeah. quite a bit. They let like him when off he's, when he's getting arrested um, or he's trying to get thrown out of the out of the royal's place that he's at in London and all of a sudden he just starts spouting off English words and he's like "Bobby" bangers a mash you know and then he's like singing <laughs> i got a lovely bunch of coconuts and i'm like that's
0: <laughs> Big cage right there there we go like that was probably just the wednesday night before i think, he I think it. that was it, just that, he was in a similar situation yeah or like
2: just let him go just, just let him be, let let be
0: nicholas cage it'll director's be fun.
2: like we'll do one my way and then we'll just let you do whatever you want
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they kept the one that was whatever he wanted exactly because <laughs> it was better and then the director so learned his lesson. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: Now yeah. nicholas cage i feel like his career is so interesting and just Mm -hmm. going through our nicholas cage november with all of these different movies you know last week we had um you know another iconic movie but very different character from this week Mm -hmm. so face off You know, but they're still very, it's action movie related. They're very fun, but he was the bad guy, kind of. It just depended on the time of the movie. (laughs) You know, um, last week, (laughs) this week, very, you know, it's a Disney movie, very family friendly, but at the same time, it's not like, hokey like it's right, fun right. and there are some cheesy moments but yeah, it's, like sure. the right, it's like the right amount of cheese uh-huh, uh-huh. on your yeah. on your um broccoli cheese potato like no 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 the right
2: no amount. no no the right amount of cheese on your nachos
1: however you want to eat it <laughs> <laughs> well, i i just want because i think john Boyd Boy is the broccoli and i yeah. think the cheese and so <laughs> when you put the right amount of those things together
2: it's mad. Broccoli's an evil weed, so <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> is that gonna be the title of this episode?
2: Evil
0: weed. Broccoli, Broccoli the evil the weed.
1: weed.
0: You know. Yeah. I
1: need a shirt. Please, we need Broccoli,
0: the Broccoli the evil weed.
1: Evil weed. With tri- like we need to have different shirts with different quotes from
2: like
0: like Craig's.
2: <laughs> Craig's is always coming up with new shirts. We need to yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them though are hit or miss. Like Craig, please look at your Jaws manatee shirt and just look at it in the right light. Just please.
2: I do like the manatee alien. Yeah, and I like the the Glenn, Glenn Ross always be casting just because I have a yeah. I
0: know I need to get that shirt just I feel because. Like, does
1: Craig get royalties from us because we have mentioned him in every episode for the past five
0: episodes? Well, I think I think. Either he, he doesn't listen, which I think is a good possibility to know how much we have mentioned him, or... He doesn't really have time to listen. He's yeah. like, I'm living rent-free up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I really do love this movie, though. National Treasure is, it? it's a lot of fun. Um, I like Sean Bean in this movie. I think yes. he does a great really job. I and- mean,
1: Sean Bean in every movie, but this movie particular... I feel like they they hit the essence of Sean Bean because not only do you have him being the strong leader character that we love, he is the bad guy, but he's so likable. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're like, he's the bad guy, but I mean, I'd be on his side. And he's so handsome. Sometimes they'll have him like really like in charge and like this character, but they kind of make him a little, they're like, we can't make him too handsome because then people won't believe that he is this character. But I think that in this movie and then, um, when he's in Lord of the Rings, I think they're the mm-hmm. two totally different movies, but this one I kind of like his performance just a little bit more. Is that awful? No, I, I
0: think he he plays so well off of Nicolas Cage because yeah. you know, even even though we get a toned down Nicolas Cage, he is still very high strung as oh, yeah. dates in this yeah. like and and Sean Bean is just the cool debonair villain that, exactly. like, super villain, and so they play really well off of each other. Yeah. And, you know, you just you are convinced throughout the whole movie because of his performance that he is one step ahead, has the resources, has everything. He's eventually going to outsmart and beat the the Ben Gates character, even though, you know, you're watching a Disney movie. So, you right. know, the guy's going to win in the end. But <laughs> but that's how believable it is, because right. he just does a great job. And he doesn't die, which is weird for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: i feel yeah. like every movie after this or tv show
2: yeah i mean it. that's yeah that's you know, kind of who he's become sean bean's one of those actors where he, he's kind of like Nicolas cage even if the material is bad you still want to watch him yeah you still like i i tried to watch the snow piercer tv series because i really I like sean do Bean. It. Yeah. i made it through season two and then i'm like you know i can't do it anymore i love you dude but i'm out yeah i couldn't even uh, make it through season one so bless your heart it's a rough tracy was dedicated obviously (laughs) i'm I'm a i'm a fan plus i like the original movie but uh with chris evans but um but he's just one of those actors that's just got so much screen presence yeah and i i totally like what you said jake they're kind of yin, yin and yang and they're like two the two sides of the coin and and, you know, one wants to do it for the profit and the other one wants to do it because it's history and it's, you know, um, yeah. all that sort of thing. But I love, again, this, I was watching this last night and I was thinking, you know, I kind of wish that they had almost done this like a Sherlock episode, the Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. because like in Sherlock, you like visually see his thinking process. And so it's kind right. of cool visually as to all what's going on in his head. And then this one, it's just like, okay. Let's look at this riddle that's that's confused people for two hundred years, and we'll talk about it. And in the next thirty seconds, we've figured this out, and we're moving on. <laughs>
1: yeah, they yeah. kind of do that. And yeah, I wish they would have done a little bit of that too, because they do that in uh, what's the Tom Hanks uh, Angels and Demons movie? Oh yes, oh Where yeah. He's trying to figure, and it's very subtle. But I do, I do like that because that that would have added a
2: little bit. I, I think it was lit. a little too early. They, they yeah I, but I also think they now, probably
1: but... didn't muddy it they w- didn't want to muddy yeah. it too much um uh but I do if if you watch this film compared to face off and or I don't know some of the earlier movies of Nicolas Cage this one is really his we want to make him a leading man 100 percent movie because the coloring of the movie was great, but if you look at a lot of the camera angles, it's a lot of those camera angles that make him look. Those hero shots. Those hero shots, uh-huh. the baby shots, the hero shots of him. There are more of them in this movie than I noticed in Face Off, because Face Off totally. is more of, you know, it's yeah. them together. But this was, we want to sell him as the leading man. And mm-hmm. then did Con Air come before or after? I don't remember, because Con Air oh, has some Con of Air those King. shots
0: as well. I- I'm pretty sure Conair was before. So National Treasure was 2004. Yeah. Okay. Um, Con Air was 97.
1: Yeah. So there's a few in yeah, there. And that was, I feel like, the testing thing. Like, he thinks yeah. he wants to be a leading man. So they push it. And Conair is a great movie. Like, I, there are so many great things about that movie. But this one really is, like, they really push him as the Hollywood man that he's a little bit more normal of an actor he's toned it down a little bit he looks like what we think a leading man should look like at the time they put him with an actress that they feel you know it's all this like very well packaged
0: thing it worked so
1: well like they whatever it was that they manipulated me to think i don't mind because it was so much fun of a movie but i mean the coloring of the movie is one of my favorites like it's so Mm -hmm. nice Mm-hmm. it's just yeah, so it is pleasant really well and nice all the ember and brown and golds and then when you're outside and it was so cool when i actually got to go to the places from this movie because i'm just like last year around this time i was on the east coast and i that's you right. know i went to a lot of the places and you know dave's over there talking about like history and i'm like but that's where nicholas came. <laughs>
0: that's the secret society brick out of
1: the you know the glass yeah, here's out.
0: where he took that brick out there's probably glasses <laughs> in one of these bricks we should check it out
1: like yeah yeah history but nicholas cage
0: <laughs> i i do love i do love the way that he solves the riddles and i i would have liked to see the thinking like you mentioned you mentioned uh Da Vinci Code which these were almost contemporaries oh, da Vinci
1: Code, yeah Angel and uh-huh.
0: Demons was the second one yeah yeah so yeah. well but that that Thomas Langdon or whatever his name yeah, is yeah. series yeah. that Tom Hanks was part of and those were kind of you know Da Vinci Code came out in 2006 this came out in 2004 but I know the Da Vinci Code book was like huge before yeah. the movie came yeah. out yeah
1: yeah And I think that,
0: that you know they kind of fall in that same like there's the Masons and the Knights Templar yeah. and all of that and both yeah. of them and and the codes and the secrets that are all around. Um this one's just a little bit more fun. Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code they're a little darker obviously yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and a little bit more intense and I enjoy this one. Um but I do enjoy like it's got one of my favorite sidekicks. Riley is one <laughs> yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. And it's he, funny cuz he's not that interesting in other roles. No. Like like, like it's not like you follow his career <laughs> and be like, "Oh, this guy is great in everything he does." Like Right. Great, great in this and maybe it's just you know it's like scotty pippen had a career after <laughs> michael jordan retired but like it his greatest moments were with michael jordan i feel like this actor plays Riley. with nicholas yeah. cage nicholas
2: bring out the best in him yeah yeah,
0: the, yeah. i'm not i'm not saying nicholas cage is the goat like michael jordan's the goat but I mean, there was a thing. there was
1: a series of years, like a five yeah. year period of movies, like maybe almost 10, that he was pretty close to being the goat in that genre. Like, yeah, if, if he was in a movie, I was going to see it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like, and, and I liked was... almost every movie that came out during that time that they packaged him as this leading man. You know, I love Gone in 60 Seconds. People don't really like that movie, but I love car well, movies, I love him, and I mean Angelina Jolie is in it. And talk about like a weird pairing but they worked so well. It was an odd pairing of oh, those yeah. two being like yeah. lead, but yeah. it was odd in the best way. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and, and I'll circle, we'll circle back to Riley, but, um, was oh, sorry. Lost trying to thought head cold. Go ahead.
0: The amazing thing, speaking of Nicholas cage as a leading man, I don't think people, you know, kids today, and I'm going to sound like an old person. Now, when I say <laughs> this may not understand, like, how big he was, the fact that he was yeah. cast to be Superman in Tim Burton's yeah. Superman that was going to be made. Like that's how big a deal. Nicholas Cage was. Yeah.
1: And go as watch a that documentary man. by the way, because that suit, I like it.
0: Yeah. Well, I would have loved to see it. I want, I want I to go the to the parallel universe where that movie was made and see it because yeah. I think it would be interesting if nothing else, but yeah. But no, Riley's got some great moments. I think one of my favorites is when he, when they're looking at the back of the hundred dollar bill and they're like, "Oh, two twenty two, What time is it now? Oh, almost three o'clock. So we missed it. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I know something you guys don't know. You guys really don't know. I'm going to savor this moment.
2: Cause, Cause we've all had that experience. We've always, we've yeah. all been there with somebody who's like, you tell them something. They're like, yeah, I know that. Then yeah. you tell them something else. No, I know that. And so when you finally get that one thing, you're like,
0: you wanna share yeah. that.
2: You wanna hold because, on to
0: that. Yeah, just just before that, he comes with the cipher and he's like, uh it says to me that pass and Stowe, which is the Liberty Bell. Why do you guys do that? Like just like <laughs>
2: well Wallen, like he feels so is. proud of himself that have he have figured it out.
0: Yeah. And
2: then he's like,
1: haven't you read my book yet? And he's like, Yes. You know, and he's like, and he goes to the pages in his book and he's like, It's right here. I sent you the book. You didn't read the book.
0: Like, I, yeah. I can't just, tell you. I think him just I have to show
2: you. Pages.
1: It's great. Yeah.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah he's good. I love his character. Riley's a great He's so
2: milk toast in so many of his other roles. I was looking at his at his Wikipedia and I'm like. Yeah, you weren't that good in that. No, you weren't that good in it. And this one, yeah. he's just so charismatic and so funny and so interesting. He's a great Sometimes sidekick. you
1: just connect with your character yeah. as well. And I think that's happened to a lot of actors and actresses that we, you know, you see him in one movie and you're like, or TV show and you're like, oh, they're so great. And then after they're out of that character that they connected yeah. so much to, it's just not as great anymore. It's, you know, you get, you're really lucky if you have a career where you either know how to connect, or you have been able to pick and choose the right roles, and not everybody I, gets to do that, you know. And right. I
2: think is- that that goes back to the strength of Nicolas Cage in that he decided fairly early on in his career that he was going to do things the way that he wanted to do them, and he picks and chooses movies. And yeah, we all know he's had financial troubles, and he's had to accept roles, and he's made a lot of. S- Bad movies, let's just she be honest. Too. But, um, but he also has made some very interesting choices and he's making the movies that he wants and he's having fun doing it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He may have made over the past two years and he's been a busy little guy. Like yeah. he has made, I think, like 10 movies in the past two years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. maybe a handful of them have been okay. But all of that can be wiped away by the movie Pig, which we're going to be watching at the end of the month. Because mm-hmm. that movie wipes away, like, at least five of the bad movies he made before.
2: That, <laughs> the, that Five Night at Freddy's video, oh that, my God. that was so bad. Um, Wasn't me in that samurai movie you hated? jiu don't do yeah. it.
1: I still want my $17 back. <laughs> Boop. That's the only part yeah. I like in that movie. And if you've seen it, you know what I'm
2: talking about. I haven't seen it. You told me not to, so I didn't. Yeah, don't. But, but I, I like the fact that he has taken on so many different roles because so many actors get stuck in one lane, you know? Yeah. And if you want to see comedy, he's done that. If you want to see rom-coms like, um, the, the Las Vegas, the married, mm-hmm. was there Mary Parker? yeah. yeah Mary, like, City, City of angels. Yeah. 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 He's worked with Martin Scorsese. I mean he's done heavy drama, like leaving Moonstruck. Las Vegas, Yeah. <laughs> Moonstruck. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. And so you look at the breadth of his career and it's like, yeah, maybe he does some, some silly B movies, but he's a fan of those. And it's interesting too, because he never watches his movies. He hates watching himself. So he's never sat down and watched any of his movies. Cause he said, as he just can't stand it.
1: Well, I hope you yeah. watched into the spider verse. Cause technically that's not him watching oh. himself and that's a really good movie.
2: and the sequel's coming yay and it's gonna be
0: awesome hopefully we'll see (laughs) i'm 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 optimistic that it'll be really good but yeah it i like that we that there are so many good movies out there but sometimes you come across an idea and a concept and you put it out there and it's just so original and different Mm -hmm. that sometimes just letting it stand on its own but I mean that was never going to happen if the movie was successful. I know because it's a superhero yeah. franchise, and you know they want to capitalize on that while it's still well, hot.
2: And same right. thing with National Treasure, and then they did National Treasure Two, and there's been rumors right. of National Treasure Three forever. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think there's any chance, but um, I like the fact too that this was the stage in Nicolas Cage's career where he was not only the hero, and now I'm remembering what I was thinking of earlier. Thank you, Brain. Um, He's the reluctant action hero. Yeah, He's just this kind of everyday guy. It's kind of like Bruce Willis and Die Hard in that he's just kind of this guy who gets swept up and he doesn't look like an action hero. He doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth. He doesn't look like, you know, this typical action hero. And yet he did stuff like Gone Gone in 60 Seconds and Con Air and National Treasure and... Well, and I like
1: um, that you say that because one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he goes into what's the main girl's name? I'm sorry, I can't think Abigail. of it. Right
2: now.
0: Abigail, Abigail Chase. That's
1: what it is, Abigail? When he goes into her office and he's starting to explain it, and he knows that he was just in four other offices and laughed at and turned down, but he didn't go home and say, "They're just going to laugh at me." Like to him, it wasn't even a phase. He's like, "I will knock on as many doors as I have to and mm-hmm. tell." I get what I want. And when she's in there and she's like, well, why didn't you go to there? And he's like, Oh, we went, there. Yeah. <laughs> we went, to, we went.
2: I, you can tell Riley's the reluctant one. Riley's like, yeah. we have been kicked out of every place. Why are we here? now?"
0: <laughs> but you're right. He's like, and I love, I love that they show that scene because it pays off they, when he's going to all the different places and trying to get them to know, because it pays off later when the FBI starting their investigation yeah. and one agent was like, well, um so... we actually got a tip that someone was going to seal the declaration of independence. <laughs> well, who was the tipster? We didn't open a file because we didn't feel like it was credible enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> what about now? So
2: it was and the cast. Was and we public. didn't talk about Harvey Keitel. Well,
0: he's oh, he's great in this.
2: He's so Keitel great. Is fantastic in this.
1: I think it's because it's such a, like for him, most of the movies that he's in, you know, like Harvey mm-hmm. Keitel, mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel is in this movie, and it's in this movie. I love it that his character is just so laid back. He's not, you know, the head honcho of the movie. He just right. comes in like Harvey Keitel, and he's there, and you're like, oh, there's Harvey, and then he's like suave, and he like uh-huh. takes care of business, and then he just kind of.
2: Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> like, it, it kind of made me think of his role in pulp fiction where he's the fixer you know and he just yeah. shows up and takes care of everything and he knows exactly what to do
0: and well and they do a good job too, like keeping it hidden that he knows more about what's going on yeah. than what he uh-huh. knows uh-huh. because like as i was watching it again in preparation for this i thought this is really bad writing because I know down the road that he does know all this stuff, but he doesn't know all this stuff. I'm like, no, he's pretending not to do. So it's Harvey Keitel acting like someone pretending not to know what they actually know, knowing that they do know what they know. This is like, this is like
2: last week's episode of face off where it was Nick cage playing John Travolta, playing Nick cage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and he pulled it off, man. Levels. Yep. We go deep on this show. We do. I we just, do. We
1: just think this movie is a giant hug of a movie. You know it what I really, mean? Yeah, it, it, you it is. Sit down, and if you just let yourself enjoy it, then you're just gonna feel better after. It's so much fun. It's, it's just yeah. It's a giant hug of a movie. It's remember- people like oh, it's just it's too silly for you to like. You know what? Maybe you should just enjoy your life more. Yeah.
0: embrace the silly. Sometimes. I I remember <laughs> when this movie came out thinking. I don't know if I'm really gonna be into that. It seemed like a poor man's Indiana Jones yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> and now I feel like it's kind of taken on a life of its own and it's iconic in its own right. And it's just a fun snapshot of um of that time in movie making, of that time in Nicolas Cage's career, and just really just in general, because we were like because of the Da Vinci Code and other things, we were obsessed with this idea of mm-hmm. the Freemasons and the Knights, the Knights Templar. Templar. And, and I'll watch every me,
1: movie about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I get
0: that there are people who are still seriously into this kind of stuff. And we don't need to talk about that. There are documentaries on them as well. I, I, that's, and can, that's
2: like everything they run on the history channel outside of Pawn Stars, right?
0: Well, it's either, it's either Freemasons and Knights Templar or Aliens yeah. that are responsible or, or for or everything in history. Yeah, or Pawn <laughs> Stars. That, that's the history channel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: we love you, history channels.
0: I used to, but we've grown. If you apart. want to
1: sponsor us or give us some money, we won't turn it down. Oh,
0: well, yeah, of course. Obviously, <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's yeah, obviously, it's got
2: principles unless there's dollars attached. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, I don't. well. I don't think there's anything immoral about what the history channel has become. It's just not what I enjoy as far as when you put the name history in front of your channel, I expect something different than what it is, but,
2: um, Sci-Fi gives you exactly what you think you're going to get from Sci-Fi.
0: Except how to spell Sci-Fi. Yeah, that's not.
1: And so does the Food Network. I never get let down over
0: there. Yeah, the Food Network's always good. And if you like hunting for homes, HGTV is your place. <laughs> House Hunters. Like if you want to have the experience of buying a new home without actually buying a new home, House Hunters.
2: Now here's a channel that does the opposite. That does not give you what you think you're going to get. And that's MTV. Because there uh, is no, no music yeah. on that television. I don't even
1: go and go there anymore. I'm
2: that old where it, I'm not I, even. I go there for the challenge.
1: But speaking of channels, I feel like Nicolas Cage could have his own channel. He has so much yes. content out
2: there. Yep, yes. Yep. And
1: and when you would go to the Nicolas Cage channel, you would get everything you wanted because you expect to have something odd, something different, something quirky, something that maybe you hadn't thought of, plus something fun. Like, they might not all be good, but they all have a lot of those same elements. Even though I think Jiu-Jitsu is an awful movie, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage on his own – um is actually pretty entertaining the movie itself there's just too much (laughs) jujitsu yeah and
2: really really bad writing
0: (laughs) i I just did a quick google search too much jujitsu and not enough writing
2: i just did a quick google search and he has appeared in at least 115
0: feature films
1: see and those are just the
0: features yeah those aren't yeah yeah there there are oh, movie channels out there that have done a lot more with a lot less what's <laughs> the really movie he raised.
1: was done recently where he almost has no dialogue and it's a horror that was, film
2: that was the Five Night at Freddy's it's it, um, so
0: you yeah. keep calling it Five Nights at Freddy's, Willie's but it's
2: Wonderland. Yeah, Willie's, yeah Wonderland. Willie's
1: Wonderland
2: is what yeah, it is. I'm yeah. like, I've never
1: seen Five Nights at Freddy's, but I know I've seen this it's, other it's one. The,
2: it's the video game that this is based on. Well, I don't the... play video
1: games, but yeah. I thought that movie was so much fun. I hate horror films. Oh, I didn't like and that one. Dave and I were laughing our butts off. If you go in thinking it's going to be a good movie, oh, I didn't. you're going to have a rough time. We picked it because we're like <laughs> Nicolas Cage freaking horror film this is going to be awful let's have we made the popcorn we sat back and we just laughed and the fact that he maybe has one line
2: in the whole movie i I don't think he has any lines but maybe one
1: maybe i couldn't remember but and he doesn't need them like the way he and this was so like it to me it was so interesting because he can do all the things without talking because his personality and his acting ability is so strong that yeah cut out all of the nonsense that was happening in the movie when they did just his spots in when he was making like his dinner and playing the pinball and drinking (laughs) his soda like it was brilliant to me it was brilliant so you have national treasure where he has all of these great one-liners and all of these debonair like looks and everything Uh And then you go to this movie where he looks like a—he's had a rough life, like a
2: set. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Willy's Wonderland—he's had a rough one.
1: But every minute he's on screen is so it's much interesting. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. he is the one of the most interesting actors. Well, that mm-hmm. maybe
0: maybe that's what they could do on the Nicolas Cage channel that we're getting that we're gonna put together here. Just take. <laughs> the movies that he's in you can play his, the movies just as they are too but you'll have chunks of time where you've just taken his performance out of the movie and isolated it and just show his performance nothing else from that's the movie that's a bad idea you need
1: to pitch this to him because he could make a lot of money off of this and,
0: and he needs to
2: make a little bit of money yeah
0: yeah, yeah. well we could introduce like, the, the scenes we'd be, and
2: we'd be like riley at the end of the movie where he's like i'm only getting one percent
0: like yeah half of one percent and then and driving he's... off in a Ferrari. <laughs>
1: he doesn't know how to
0: drive <laughs> it, I, it, and that's where he that's where the character is great because he does have those those zingers in there that are just delivered so well like when he's driving off he's like you know I get it you know when the guy's like when he's like yeah this is a house that I got because this guy that did this and he's like yeah, yeah, I get it a guy in history did a thing or whatever I just <laughs> think he could have had a bigger house and then he drives off and it's this huge mansion and I'm like yeah that oh, is goodness. just so well timed and just perfect
2: well and it's interesting too because i was looking at the director's filmography and it's kind of the same there wasn't a whole lot before or after that really grabs me but he kind of would caught lightning in a bottle with this movie
0: yeah and honestly like there's a lot of i think a lot of directors and filmmakers out there where that's the case where
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know they've hey. made a lot of other stuff but this Dude, is what stood it- out
2: People always mock the one hit wonders, but those one hit wonders were memorable and they made bank. So congrats, yeah. To
0: go, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, it's like Stephanie Meyer who wrote the twilight series. Mm-hmm. Like she wrote the host after that, that nope. from what I understand was not as good as the twilight series. And I haven't read any of it. So please understand. Okay. I'm coming with an ignorant.
1: It's okay. I read, it's kind I've that- read all
0: of them. But if you had if you're an author and you had one series that was as as successful as Twilight then it doesn't nope. matter that the rest of nope. your books weren't but as you good. You did that. Or like Robert Jordan is a good example with the mm-hmm. Wheel of Time series it's super successful and his other stuff isn't as so he's got other stuff but nobody really remembers that.
1: You guys are going to love that and I feel like we need to go off track when this first series is over and I know we talk about movies that make us But I feel like we need to review that series. Jake, I feel like you're going to be so excited. This series
2: series is like um, a movie, like several movies by itself. So I've seen
1: the first episode. (laughs) And and I'm going to say something out loud, and please don't hate me. I haven't read any of the books.
2: I haven't either. But
1: So I don't know how it compares to the books, but I think... I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to sit down and watch this with David. Nice.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I hope that Amazon's putting so much money and effort into
0: this. They're really putting all they their. They want this to reach the same heights of popularity that Game of Thrones did. Uh, well, on HBO. Um,
2: Jeff Bezos told the studio, I want my Lord of the Rings. I want my Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they went out and got this one.
0: Yeah. And this is, this is a huge one. I think fans have been waiting for a long time. And honestly, if it's done right as a series, I think it will be really, really good. It could never be done as a movie because Uh there's 14 books that are all like a thousand pages and there's no way you can adapt that to film. Right. But you can in a TV series, I think if they do it right. And honestly, there's probably three or four books that they can just cut like the whole book out. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And so I've heard that their goal is to go eight seasons with it. I hope they make it. And the nice thing compared to George R. R. Martin is that this series is actually finished. So they already know how it's going to end. Yes. So they don't have to get to the final season to be like, I guess we got to figure this out since he hasn't written it yet. So Thank you,
2: Brandon Sanderson, for stepping yeah, in and Sanderson. saving all those fans. Yeah.
0: And he did a great job finishing the series. But I'm a big fan of the, the books. So I'm excited about the series. Um, and I will talk about it for a really long time. Uh, anytime anybody asks me to,
2: and I'm, I'm with Val, I'm a complete noob on this. So like, I know the series and the reason I didn't get into the series is because I know how it's, it's a commitment. Yeah. And, and when he passed away, I was like, eh, and I had heard people going, that's not as good, but maybe the next one will be better. Well, that one wasn't that great, but maybe the next one will be better. Maybe he'll recapture what he had. And then when he died, I was like, Hmm but I, I probably should one of these
1: days, but I'm just the throwing out really there. Good. I think we should do fantasy February.
0: Ooh. Ooh. You don't even have to ask me twice. When I'm not, when I'm not watching movies, which is definitely, I watch them less than I would like to. If I'm reading something, it's usually a fantasy novel. And so I'm into the fantasy genre quite a nice. bit. Nice, We could do that. And, and fantasy film is so intriguing because there is a lot of really bad fantasy films out there. <laughs> really bad. But there's also some gems that are just really kind of, you know, like Willow is one that I really enjoy. But it's like, I don't know. Anyway, how do you feel talk about, about the it? Don't worry. How do I feel? They're doing it well, as a series, series, aren't they? Yeah. yeah so if you go on
1: to Disney Plus, you can actually watch because yesterday was Disney Plus Day. So they right. put out all this stuff, but they have um, kind of a behind the scenes um for Willow and he kind of he kind of does not the main actor. Warwick. It's, yeah, Warwick kind of does a little like make fun of himself with the new it's, cast It's not and, what
2: you expect. It's not the yeah. type of yeah. emotional There's piece also
1: Obi-Wan, a behind the scenes of Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. Boba Fett. So yeah. if you want to see that. And if you have not seen Shang-Chi yet, that is now on um
0: and Jungle so now Cruise there. Too. And i
1: and Jungle Cruise. Well, I've seen mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise a few times, but I'd like to watch Shang-Chi again. So so
0: I've and this isn't, you know, this isn't what we're talking about, but Shang-Chi was interesting to me. I, I I enjoyed it just fine. Aquafina, I think was the highlight of the film because I think she's the highlight of anything that she's in because she's just really great. But, um, I felt like this was the most Disney Marvel movie that's been made so far. (laughs) And I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing for me, it was kind of not a good thing. So Anyway, For me, I really I, enjoyed I thought,
1: it. But I I thought it was very much um the, the first Iron Man was very Disney if you if you take a look at it. The only difference is our main character isn't such a kid. He's yeah. this cocky guy. And so I think you kind of take that Disney-ish out of it because you've got this like older cocky guy as the main character, but when you have the younger kid, it definitely feels more Disney-like. I definitely think the visuals were definitely more dis- but the visuals were what i was looking for i wanted yeah. that fantasy element that you yeah. know you know that 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 moment but i really enjoyed the film um i like where it's going um and i really like how they highlighted um the main characters and aquafina was just i am- mean i like aquafina as an actress but i was a little scared to see her in a marvel movie because i thought she was going to be sometimes she's a little more aqua than i need right yeah in this this movie it was a right amount of her comedy and then she is a great actress if you have seen her act in the a couple of dramas that she has like she's amazing um but getting back to our movie um i think honestly that even though this that National Treasure is kind of that popcorn, Disney, you know, p- pure packaged movie um, mm-hmm. to, to get, you know, the money grab is what a lot of people would call it. The money grab that he did. Um, I'm okay with it. Like yeah. I, yeah. They know, they knew what they were doing. It's purely enjoyable. If you hate the machine, and so that's why you hate this movie, then, I mean, get some therapy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really, it'll, help, it'll help you drop all of those walls that you've put up, and you can just sit back and enjoy. If I can say anything over, you know, I am very, I feel very lucky that I'm finally on the Film Critic Association. I have seen probably over 100 movies in the past month. Wow, um wow. That, that I have had to see, right? And right. so, and there are some really, really good movies out there, and I feel so lucky. But at the same time, at the end of the day, when I don't have to watch a movie and I want something that I can just unwind, yeah, smile about, not have to think about sometimes we need those movies. Movies were mm-hmm. originally made for escape. Now we have documentaries and we have all these things that help us learn things and you know help us feel things that we never thought we'd feel, but sometimes we still just need. The escape,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this is that movie for me. And there's so we'll- nothing wrong with that. And when I when I graduated from film school, I lost that for a while. I became the film snob, and I was like, I looked down on movies like this, and I was like, Oh, it's not you know tour and it's not and I'm so glad that I came out of that because no, I off- <laughs> 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 like I can still break down the cinematography of of a movie and like Citizen Kane, or we can talk about Maltese Falcon or, you know, but there is something to be said about just having fun. And I think when I was watching this last night, I kept thinking to myself, the screenwriter must have been like a complete history nerd who was like, (laughs) you know what, this is my moment. And it was just like, I'm going to tell you all these facts and then we're going to because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of character development in this movie. You know, this is not a character driven film. This yeah. is so plot centric. It, it, I love it because they're like, and now we're going to go to this boat in the Arctic and then we're going to go to Boston and then we're going to go to New York. And now we're going to go to, yeah. you know,
0: and it was just, it was just a blast. Yeah. The character development in the film. That's a great point. is not, I mean, <laughs> Ben Gates is the same at the end of the movie that he was at the beginning of the movie, if not more Ben Gates, because they actually found the treasure. Yeah. So, um, that's true, but I don't care. I still really like this movie. Okay.
2: And then odd question for you, but Diane Kruger, very talented actress, very beautiful woman. She's hooked up with Norman Reedus, which is a weird combination to me, but that's neither here nor there.
0: Yeah. I, um, I don't That's know amazing. why, but I still picture that Norman Reedus does not shower regularly. I know.
1: I, I the like, moment that you say Norman Reedus, I just think of "Please use some shampoo." Yeah, exactly. and I
0: don't. I don't know.
2: Now, Val wa- usually wants to sniff a celebrity. I don't think she'd want to sniff Norman. <laughs> I
1: think I can already smell him. I think I already know what it what it smells like.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna kick off the grading this time because I usually okay. finish it. So I'm gonna give this a B plus. I. I think it's really good. It, it's in the B plus A minus range for me, but I think I'm going to settle on B plus. Um, it, it is one that if it's on, I will sit down and watch it. And it was so much fun to turn it on um, because my son walked by my five-year-old and was like, what are you doing? And he came in and watched it. And I knew that I wasn't concerned about what he was going to yeah, see. Right? right. And so I like that about it too. There is some stuff in there where like that prevents it from being an A. I think part of it is... Um, some of the storytelling, some of the character development and things like that. But overall, like it's, it's not distracting enough that I don't enjoy the movie. So I, I would give it a B plus. What about, uh, what about you Val?
1: So a lot of people, including my husband, um, wonder how i grade movies they're like i still don't understand how you grade movies so this is a perfect example let me break it down for you (laughs) um this movie has all all of the things of how i grade a movie is the movie entertaining and enjoyable is the movie accessible to um, bigger audiences does the movie trigger you to maybe go learn something beyond um, the movie that maybe you didn't learn before does the movie trigger you as a person to maybe have a connection with someone else because of the film? And can I watch this movie again and again? This mm-hmm. movie has all of those things. Okay. It's not the best made movie of all time. It's not going to win any Academy awards. That doesn't make a good movie for me. Oh, it's going to be nominated for an Academy award. It's best picture. There have been best pictures that I'm like, ah, that was okay. That was no movie. To me. To me. <laughs>
0: The Green Book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> picture in love. <laughs> hey,
1: that
2: should never. That was have won. too far, Tracy. That, that was no, too that far. Is, that is the year well, that. Had that was a really pictures,
1: good movie, but it should not win.
2: Show <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Of any well, of those three? We should, we, should
1: of do, we should do a best picture month as well. <laughs> we, should, uh, we,
0: should. we should do that year of best picture month. And yes. just be like, why did this win anyway?
1: Um But anyway, so. Now you know, literally this movie, I have watched this movie over and over. Not only have I watched this movie and over, over and over, my daughter and I have a connection through this movie together. Mm-hmm. We've had conversations about history. We have looked things up in this movie. I have gone traveling and actually been excited to see places that were in this movie and then Googled things to actually know what actually happened, not just what happened in the movie, but what mm-hmm. happened around it. It was not only... A blockbuster, that also doesn't make a good movie if if it a blockbuster. But I do think that it's accessible to many Mm -hmm. audiences, regardless of where you're from and what you do. Um, I do think this movie is accessible. I do like to be challenged as a movie watcher. This movie isn't really that challenging. It is just, it is entertainment. The entertainment value of this movie is so much fun. And so I'm giving this movie a solid A.
2: Nice. Um. Yeah. It's so funny because for the most part, it's pretty timeless. But there are a few things that it's like. Yeah, that's uh, that's a mid '90s moment, like where they're taking pictures with these tiny little cell phones and they're trying to decipher ancient hieroglyphics. And it's like, do you remember what the resolution on those screens was like? (laughs) This is not. (laughs) (laughs) And when they go to Google to research Stowe, and they're like the first hit is this expansive story about the stone. And it's like, no, that's not what's going to come up on Google, but you know, Hey, Hey, the, the plot needed it. So it moved forward. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. This is just, I'd forgotten how much fun this movie is. This is a very accessible Nicholas Cage movie. If you haven't seen a lot of Nicholas Cage, this is one that you can start off with, um, and, and get a, get a sample. Get a little uh taste before you do a deep dive, you know. Um, it's just it's a lot of fun. It was so fun. I'm like, heck, I'm just gonna throw on the second one, and I just yeah. went right into part two. Um, you know, it, the casting is fantastic, which we've talked about. Um, and I think that really helps anchor the the craziness of the story. And like I said, it's a whirlwind plot, it's like plot point, plot point, plot, plot point, point, plot point. Plot point. And you just go, 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 go. And you know what? It's it's fun. Um, I'm gonna go with an A minus on this one. Sometimes you just need brain candy, and exactly. that's what this movie yep. is. This is cinematic junk food and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Would I you do. say, Jake, that this is a crunch wrap or a crunch wrap supreme? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> or Doritos Locos Tacos. Well, no, <laughs> no, that's he was a, eating. That's a, a totally wrap. different
0: genre. Oh, I had a, oh. I had a Crunch Wrap for breakfast before I we went be on like, the air, okay. and I was mentioning that to to Val. That's why I was. And that's like, one of my right favorite to, things
1: to eat at Taco yeah, Bell, but I don't yeah. get it very often because.
0: You know. Yeah, so I, I would probably say it's like a breakfast Crunchwrap, which, which is my preference. I like that more because it's got like the hash brown. A breakfast it. crunch oh, wrap. it's good. It's got the egg and the bacon and the cheese that, and then that the hash brown, good. like a full hash brown patty inside the Crunchwrap. I'd probably say that this is like that. For sure.
2: <laughs> it's warm. It's
0: comforting. It, it's like I know what I'm going to have for breakfast
1: tomorrow morning.
0: Like there's nothing accurate about calling it a, a Crunchwrap Mexican food. And I feel like there's nothing <laughs> accurate about calling this like a historical documentary. But...
1: There's like, a good comparison.
0: That and is- I, love, <laughs> I like that. I love, so I'm a big Parks and Rec fan and they're, they spend some time in Washington, DC because at one point Ben is running a campaign out there and whatever, but Leslie and um, Andy, who's Chris Pratt's character, go back to Washington, DC to visit. And he is running around literally looking for clues because of national treasure. Like they're walking up the steps to the Lincoln Memorial. And he's like, got his head down, like knocking on the steps. He's like, well, haven't you seen the national treasure movie? Literally everything here is a clue. And, like he picks up a piece of gum off the ground. He's like stretching Man, it out. No. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, there's probably a treasure map on this. It's, it's like,
2: <laughs> sure I it's love it because it's
0: such a great nod to what national treasure is. But I mean, <laughs> And like how iconic that is that enough people have seen this movie that watching this random sitcom, they're going to be like, I know exactly what he's talking about yeah, uh-huh. because uh-huh. I've seen it. So great movie. Um, next week we are going to talk about pig. And then I think we're wrapping up with Con Air. Um, so two great. Oh, I thought it was flipped. Okay. I'm glad you said yeah, so are we flipping I. it. So okay. Are we I flipping we it
1: pig last, but
0: we'll do pig last and we'll do Con Air next week. Okay. Con yeah. Air That's yeah. next.
1: I'm excited. That's I'm Malcolm, it's
0: two in chewing the scenery yeah it which he is so great i
1: love do his <laughs> hair is just like
0: yeah well and the fact that that has become a gift that everybody knows like and it doesn't help that Conair is also like a line of hair products and then it's also the name of this movie i never put well, that together
1: so I just want to throw this out there and I don't want to get any hate mail, but I thought I'd put it at the end of the episode and I was thinking about it at the beginning. I am lo- I am a fan of of Hiddleston,
0: mm-hmm. but how
1: would it have been if 1998, um, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> Nicolas Cage would have been Loki?
0: Oh, it would have been a totally oh. different character. Oh
2: that's
1: well, I think he though. would have fit. He's got
0: all the
2: oh, sure. personality oh, oh, traits and oh, the hair. He at the would, the would have he would <laughs> be nuts with that
0: role. I love I love the MCU Loki 100%. I think he's great. And I but he has become like they were not expecting his character to be no. kind of the the chick magnet that's not the right word i don't like that word he's got a lot of sex appeal and yeah, yeah, drawn yeah. because he's attractive and everything else on top of he's just an intriguing character i think nicholas cage would have been very different he still would have been more he would have been more of the traditional loki that that we see in the comics kind of like old school loki that's in the Loki series. But a, yeah. mid,
2: but a mid to the I, late '90s Nicholas Cage is Loki. That's interesting.
1: I think it would have been a good call. Um, and I think, and I like again, I like Loki. I like Hiddleston, but like you said, um, Jake, he is the most Disney Loki mm-hmm. ever, right? Uh-huh. And I think mm-hmm. even more with the Loki series, he's he just it kind of took away some of what I loved about what I saw in the movies because now he is almost too accessible to me.
0: Yeah. So mm. the
1: mystery is almost gone. He almost has too much heart, you know? And It's so hard to actually,
0: see him as a villain at all at
2: this point. Yeah, party.
1: and so well, I he's, think He's that
2: definitely more of an anti-hero.
1: A lot of the interesting parts of that character kind of left with that series. And I know a lot of people love that series so much, but I think with Nicolas Cage as that character, yeah, you'd still get some of that heart, but you'd know in the background that's, he's still-
0: He's still he's, crazy.
1: He's still crazy. He's still going to do something <laughs> manipulative. Like, you
0: know, yeah. anyway, see, I would, I would something. love, I would love to see Tom Hiddleston and more roles like his role in uh Kong skull Island and things like that, where he, he was good that. they let him just be the hero because I think mm-hmm. he's got a lot of appeal and yeah. charisma that he could play that kind of a role. Got to, Brie Larson
2: too. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a decent movie. I liked that. It was,
0: one. A, it was a decent movie um so anyway you can follow us in all the places we are everywhere online facebook twitter instagram um we are at movies that make us on instagram and at movies make us on twitter make sure you follow us there make sure you like this video if you're watching on youtube um make sure you leave us a review if you're listening on podcasts or spotify or however you're listening to this uh, we'd love that feedback and uh, until next time we won't see you at the movies Bye. bye